account yesterday and they were selling those and I said, hey, what's the difference between... The guy's like, oh, this is 800 puffs? This is like 1,600. <laughs> Plus, <laughs> the flavor is even more intense. I was like, oh. Even more chemicals. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, I think the Breezes have the best flavor out of all the vape brands. They have like crack in them. I mean, is guy. there any other like disposable... Oh, I guess there's those Max ones. Yeah. Well, the thing Mr. with Breeze, yeah. if I remember correctly... Is that they're made in Michigan? Oh, for real? And that's mm-hmm. real. I didn't know that. No, made in. Uh, well, <laughs> I think so assembled that, in it's Michigan. Funny that, it's funny that you <laughs> yeah, mentioned right. that because um, everybody here uses these. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> yeah, it's an industry thing. Um, yeah. One of our pandemic. One of our coworkers did actually like a deep dive on the internet and Good Lord. found out that like, if you actually look up the company in Michigan, it's just like a. Holding like company. you can look up on Google Maps and it's just a vacant building mm. in the middle of the east side. So I think it's fair to say that these aren't actually made I mean, in Michigan. Should we do? A, should we do a like a, a side pod? Yeah, we're gonna I, investigate the yeah, shit out of. I mean, reasons. dude, that's gonna that's dude. Gonna be good good luck. <laughs> like a, good luck. You're gonna, gonna fucking you're gonna shot. end up somewhere in China. <laughs> a, a, a murder. Yeah, we're gonna get a knock on our door like a cease and desist. But like it's gonna be some dude with a handgun. All right, are we recording. We you, you can play it out. I've I've been recording. Okay. That was too good to not put in there. Breeze Plus, we're coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> it's freaking awesome. Am I Wi Fi or something? Come on. His head didn't snap around as quickly as I thought it would. It was a very, like, I don't know what that is, but I, I might know where I've heard that before. <laughs> All right, welcome back everyone to <laughs> Simpin' with Simps. I'm Andrew. I'm Josiah. And today we have a very special guest with us. It's from um, Eastern Kyle. Eastern Kyle, baby. Wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I will never let Lane live that down. Uh, no, we have our good friend Dave. Hi. Uh, from Eastern Kill. Uh, I'll let you tell you or tell everyone what you do. Maybe so Explain what you do. Yeah, I... Uh, I have been here since since the beginning, so just about five and a half years now, and I'm the brand ambassador for Eastern Kill. So what that means really is uh, I'm the sales guy, so I'm normally on the road um, selling, but, you know, do a little bit of everything back here. So, yeah. yeah, it's good to have you guys here. Welcome. Thank you for having us. Oh, yeah, and we are on location at Eastern Kill. We're here. With a beautiful gray sky painting behind us. Grace guys. It's so beautiful. Yeah. Um, so Eastern Kill, for you, those that are not familiar, is a local distillery in Grand Rapids. Uh, Top tier product, Buffalo. Uh, we have a hold of a lot of their products. Josiah is uh, coming around as well. Um, and like Dave said, he does sales. And he sold his way into our hearts, and now we're very coming very <laughs> friends. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. The master plan is working. Um, good, good. Yeah, and we all went out drinking the other day, and uh, <laughs> Josiah, I'm, I'm going to say you two scheduled this podcast. <laughs> and you were just nodding the whole time. You're like, yeah, yes, that works, that yes, works. Yes, Wait, yeah. I thought I was the guest. <laughs> you are the guest. But someone forgot, a.k.a. me. However, when you started distillery tasting it, 2 p.m. and then you get home at 2 a.m. <laughs> and a plan and a plan was made somewhere roughly around 5 or 6 p.m. Correct. There was chicken tendies involved. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Dude, those okay. Those shout out to Garage Bar. Yeah, shout Best out. chicken tendies around. Yeah, 100. We should get sponsored by them. There we go. Yeah, reach out. 
What do you think about those mushrooms? Dude, I was just about to bring that up. Those freaked me out. They were a little weird. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah. Are they like fried like mushrooms? The, yeah, but... They're called... Um, hubcaps. Hubcaps. Yeah. Mm. But it's Classic. The entire, you know they call? It's, it's the entire head of a mushroom. Yeah. Just put into a fryer. I'm like, I feel mm. like if they did a little bit more to it, it'd be fine. But I'm like, I bite into it and all of a sudden I get the slime of the mushroom com- coupled with the, the crisp of the, the breading and it's a little bit much. You know what they call their mozzarella sticks? Oh, uh, dip, dip sticks. sticks. Straight pipes. Straight pipes. <laughs> Hell yeah. We got it. We got it, though. If we were to open up our own garage bar, right? we'd be calling dipsticks 100%. It's perfect. It's literally perfect. It's a stick. Trying. You dip it, and it's a part of a car. Jesus Christ. It's so much better. Yeah. Eh, yeah. Mean, I mean, uh, there's only a few, like, auto slash mechanical parts that I could uh, name food items after. Uh-huh. You know, after dipsticks, I'd be running low on ideas, Yeah. I think. Well, is that because your knowledge of car parts is way shorter than your knowledge of food? Yes. Because if so, the same. Yeah. 1,000% yes. Mm-hmm. You know that scene in Hot Rod where the girl comes into his garage and he just grabs a hammer and starts banging on the engine? That's, a, <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty much my extent of knowledge of how to fix things that are in cars. Pretty much. Mr. Josiah over here with his Mustang, though. I'm assuming you know a little bit more. A decent amount. So what is a straight pipe? It's a pipe that goes straight. Well, usually, like, <laughs> if you, when you talk about, like, straight piping your car, right? Yeah. Basically, like... You get rid of the muffler and all the other shit, and it's a straight pipe that goes from like your engine mm-hmm. all the way down into your exhaust. So, so it's like a muscle car. So thing? it basically makes it super fucking loud. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. So if I were to straight pipe my car, I good lord, no, no one wants me to. Like I've, no. I've joked Please about don't. it, and like they're like, no. Like I've it's heard really some people enough. that will straight pipe it, and it's it's disgusting. Dude, straight no. pipe sounds like something the kids would say now. It's also like, yeah, it can, it can mean a it can mean a few things, you know. I'm out of the loop. Yeah, yeah right. is that what they're calling it? These I've days? Seen, like, there's, like, there's like a subculture on uh, like Instagram, social media. Like, obviously, like there's a subculture of memes for fucking everything. Yeah, right. And there's like car memes, right? And one of them's like, so what are your intentions with my daughter? And like the the next picture is just uh, it's a picture of the undercarriage of a car and it's straight piped. Mm-hmm. And like if you know mm-hmm. cars, you're like, oh, that's a, that's yeah, a straight pipe. Straight that's, pipe. That's that's, that's my funny. intention. This yeah. Already exists. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, dude. The other day, uh, speaking of fast cars and Mustangs, actually, um, I won't. I won't name the person's father uh, or the person who I'm talking about. Basically, one of my good friends had their father come in, and their father is a sheriff somewhere in Western Michigan. All right. But he drives a Mustang. Nice. And we go out to look at it. I think you know this person, but we go out to look at it. <laughs> And I go, oh, is that the same as Josiah's? And he goes, no, 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 no. No, 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 no. Like, He turned that thing on, and the the dad was like, yeah, this is why you're a sheriff, because I got 850 horsepower, and I can woo. use all of it. <laughs> it's not exactly street legal. Yeah, no. exactly. <laughs> we had to outsource from the Netherlands. Took the, took the governor chip off. Yeah, right. <laughs> but that thing was so freaking loud, man. Dude. That's crazy. I mean, that's mm-hmm. going to be the eventual goal. I mean, like, it's it's not totally stock. Like, there's been stuff done to it, but it's yeah. not quite there. But it'll get there. It's okay. It'll humble, get there. humble brag over here. Yeah, you're right. There. That's fine. That's whatever. Well, uh, for see, a while see, like, there, he was going to do the... Um, the cannonball run. Cannonball run. And Are then you familiar I, with that? Mm-hmm. I got... Oh, boy. So oh. I, and I got really busy with life and everything else. But, I mean, I, I still plan on doing it as soon as so it warms up again. the cannonball run is basically where you take a sports car or a muscle car mod the living fuck out of it like put four gas tanks into it and stuff like that and mm-hmm. it's how quickly Jesus. you can drive from new york city to los angeles uh more or less i think it's another 
South is it, California is it main... City. No, it's it's uh, the Red Ball Garage in uh, Queens. Okay. All the way to I think it's in Redondo Beach, California. Okay. Straight and shot. Yeah. Straight so shot. It's, it's like a twenty eight hundred mile. What's the record? Drive. Uh, the record's about I think it's twenty four hours and like thirty some minutes or something like that or twenty five. So 30. that's like damn near coast to coast. Exactly. It's pretty much coast to coast. And I was like thinking about. It. I was like, I mean. I, I've done a couple, like, I've done, like, half of it just to see what I could do for time. And, like, I can do, like, pretty good. But then, you know, obviously the whole big thing is not getting caught. So, Ooh, Literally. Yeah. But you still have to stop for gas and whatnot, obviously. Right. So, but if you mod it out that you have multiple tanks, you only have to stop once. But then you're fucking huffing gas fumes the entire way there. Yeah, and shit, in, shit into paper bags and yeah. stuff. I don't know. Most of the, sounds like a great time. Most of the guys have done not it. Not me, not ever. Not ever. <laughs> not me, not ever. <laughs> and most of the guys that have not done it have... Not my problem, not my problem. Yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> that's what I say. <laughs> it says, as of October 2021, the solo record is 25 hours and 55 minutes, leaving an average speed of 108 miles per hour. Just fucking crazy. An average you gotta, speed. So you got to have a lot of good luck. Not just good nice. It's, because, see, uh, it's not good luck. That's what I thought. But my roommate is also super into this. Yeah. And she explains that people that take it very serious have spotter cars in mm-hmm. every major city. So as they're driving through, they'll send the spotter car through like three miles before they get there to speed through. So if there's any cops, they'll pick them up. And that the cannonballer can go through no problem. This is quite yeah. the operation. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very... And the craziest part about it, Dave, there's no cash prize. Yeah, it's just to, it's just just, to do just it. for bragging rights. It's just for bragging rights. There's On no the like underground yeah, <laughs> there's no like underground like cash prize or anything. You get caught with a 150 mile an hour ticket, you get all those points on your license. There's no consolation. Yeah. No. Yeah, I mean, maybe you'll have a good story. Yeah, I guess, right? Yeah, but then you get bag, bags full of shit in your car and yeah. dude, cups full of piss, man. <laughs> oh yeah, most of the guys that do it do it um you like eyes twitching by the end of it. These we guys wear it. you think they wear like di- like uh adult diapers? I don't Depends. Mean, I don't nasty as Fuck, dude. Did but you just say depends? I would just, I, I would just not eat, honestly, and just hope for the best. I'd say like it depends. Purge, but oh jeez. Uh, and then on top, <laughs> ah jeez, ah jeez, And most of the guys that do it are like enhanced too, as in yeah. like they they take stuff to make them stay awake and keep going. Ah, uh, you don't I'm say. Like, yeah, really. Going 180 miles an hour. I know. So that's the only there's way. No you no drug do testing it. for the, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's no drug testing. In fact, it's like let's take, do meth and drive 180 exactly. miles an hour. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but we'll have spotter cars. Oh, we'll have spotter yeah, cars. but but yeah, that yeah. seems like a great idea. I originally was going to be his wingman for this. Yeah, and be the co-pilot. If I ever end up doing it, like come up in the spring, then it's going to happen. You yeah. can just live pod the whole way you know mm. well i mean we have to the, the way stream. the way it gets live like stream. uh sanctioned not sanctioned but the way it gets like verified is you have to record the whole thing so people oh, okay. usually like throw gopros in there yeah, and they're dash constantly cams. recording dash cams and then the gps recording so you can get an exact time of like when you start when you stop and then someone's gonna just review the whole video and be like yep you did it <laughs> that's an accomplishment in itself just because me and my buddy nate when we went on him Oh, this is an all-time uh, trip that I suggest everyone that takes. If you're into baseball at all, even just like going to baseball games, we did an East Coast road trip of baseball games. We did like seven games. I think it was in eight nights or nine nights, like Pittsburgh, Philly, both New York's, uh, D.C., Baltimore, uh, and Boston, like just all up and down the East Coast, right? 
but whole point of that is that we were making a video for it and we did the GoPro recording of something like just us driving through Pennsylvania Hills and like the tunnels oh, and stuff yeah. like that. But a GoPro, even the newer ones, they only last like three hours until yeah. you have to change the battery. And then yeah. you have to, that's just a whole nother accomplishment itself mm-hmm. if you can record the whole thing. Yeah, there's uh, there's ways you can like, I guess, mod them. Like you can plug something into the battery port that mm-hmm. you can just directly plug in your car so it's constantly on. And then you have to like plug on a, uh, sorry, now you're good. <laughs> you have to plug in like a, like an external recorder because eventually you're going to fucking run out of space. But um, there's ways around that. But yeah, right. anyways. By the way, do you guys want to pour now that we're rolling? Uh, we wait. We wait, wait, but, wait. but, but we, could. we could just fuck it up and just keep uh, well, going. Since, well, let's, I let's, see, let's, Dave, yeah. that's a good call because we have three to taste. Four. Dave, four, four to taste. Well, let's do, fuck. what's your favorite? Now, talk so, us through these first. Yeah, I just yeah, grabbed, honestly, I just grabbed uh, some rare stuff that we had yeah, some back. Of these, some of these before, um, actually, before we dive into this, yeah. I would love to hear your like backstory. Yeah. I, we try to ask every guest. Because the majority of our guests that we have and want to interview are either in the industry or what we like to call industry adjacent. Mm. Heard. So I'd like yeah. to, how'd you get to where you are with EK? Well, sure. I wish I had a really exciting story to tell, but um, yeah, so I, when I started off here, I was bartending. Okay. Um, so I was here pretty much every night for the first couple of years. Um, and thankfully, since then, we've we've actually hired some much more talented and competent bartenders than myself. So, um, yeah, but I, uh, yeah, I always had a passion for craft cocktails and, um, was lucky enough to kind of get in, um, with the guys here right at the beginning. And, um, yeah, honestly, I've had no background experience bartending or in this industry whatsoever. So this Um, was your first bartending job? Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So, Really, our, our story in a nutshell has all, all been, um, you know, trial by uh, fire and kind of learning on the go. So when we first started this place, none of us had any experience bartending or working in the uh, restaurant industry at all, which, which works well for us since we don't even serve food. But right. yeah, so um, yeah, we've kind of had the, the pleasure of starting uh, from the ground up um, and thankfully now. As we're going to taste today, we've actually got some some bourbon with a couple of years under its belt yeah. that I uh, really think is starting around the corner and hold its own. Yeah, so, I was looking at the age statement. Some, one of those is from when you first started. I mean, one of yeah, them's a five-year, right? Yep. So we're going to taste one of our oldest rye barrels today, a couple <laughs> different... I'm seeing a lot of like, I'm seeing so a lot of 120 something proofs on these. Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, yeah a lot. Of, most of these are straight from the barrel, Hell so yeah. nice. definitely gonna be sipping some high proof stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, so let's get into it. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah, let's let's do one pour. We'll sip on it. We'll talk about it. We'll fuck around some more, and then kind of go from there. All right, there, so but. Dave, if you do open the bottle, we have one rule, mm. and this is the you only rule. It is. That you have to open the bottle and uncork it right next to the mic. Heard. Yeah. yeah. Well, where do we want to start? So just to run the listeners through the lineup here, we've got uh, a three-and-a-half-year-old bourbon. We've got a five-year-old rye. We've got a product that we no longer make, which is a lot of fun. It's a single malt. Let's, mm. let's save that. Yeah, yep. say. That's yeah. one's uh, five-and-a-half years, so that's going to be the oldest whiskey that we so, taste today. And then... Um, 
one of our most recent single barrels of bourbon. Cool. For those of you that don't know, Eastern Kill is what, just over, just under six years? Yeah, just under five and a half, yeah, somewhere so, right around there. So to try a five and a half single malt is like a day one drink. Yeah, it, a big part of our brand here mm-hmm. is uh, we make our own whiskey from start to finish, from grain to glass, as we call it. So, um, yeah, we're really proud and excited to have some stuff that's, uh, yeah, as old as we are, oh, yeah. available to taste, which I think is, uh, you know, some of the older craft whiskey made in the state of Michigan. Yeah, probably. Probably could be the, like, when you think about it, I mean, I don't know, I'm, I'm trying like to run truly my, made yeah, in Michigan you know, like, and not source. sources it. Yeah, yeah there's, that, but. yeah, there's always a lot of smoke and mirrors yeah. um, in the bourbon, in the craft bourbon uh, community especially, but um, a big part of what we do is... Uh, try to provide that transparency with our products, um, which not everyone has the luxury of doing. So yeah, we think it makes us unique and hopefully it's something that our, uh, our customers can appreciate as yeah. we grow older. Yeah. hundred percent. Like and if it's good product, that's the whole point of this podcast is to right. point out the good product and go around the smoke and mirrors and all the, um, bland nights. Ooh, Ooh. 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 shots fired. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you pick one, Dave. Let's go. If we could, if there's a way to go in order from least rare to most rare, yeah, let's do that. that let's try. Like. Um, let's try the single barrel. We're going to be tasting a single barrel of barrel strength bourbon. This That's one right. was picked out by the fine folks at Martha's Vineyard. Mm. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. So this one is. So is this their personal barrel? Other than here and there, there's nowhere else you can get it. Correct. It's cool. only available there. Actually. Oh, okay. You can't even get it here. You could. Nice. Um, we try to keep some bottles back from all the single barrels that we sell just in case people want to pop in and try them before they buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one, so this batch that was barreled on in June of 2017, um, we actually sold every barrel from this batch as single barrels. And one of the ones we submitted, I can't remember which competition it was, unfortunately, but it won a double gold. Oh, nice. That's huge. So yeah. again, not... Um, earth-shattering news but for for our brand and what we're trying to do here it's a lot of positive affirmation yeah. a lot of good feedback which gets us excited for sure oh yeah I like it so yeah let's start there and uh yeah so this one is just under four years old and it's clocking in at just over 127 proof oh, yeah. oh boy let's get so. that palette going yeah, <laughs> let's go oh here we go i haven't practiced this you got this it's one shot one kill yeah Oh. oh my god <laughs> <laughs> alright boys have at it alright we're gonna do some little baby pours here cause it's um we it's 10 30 <laughs> fucking morning you know uh, one of these days we'll have to like set up ahead of time and get donuts and do it right and... well yeah that too but what I was thinking is just for fun what would be really fun to do just like for a special episode is like obviously we'll set have it set up because there's no way we could set it up with the circumstances I'm talking about. Um, and then we get in to record and we're already like slapped. Already slapped? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. I'm done. Like some somewhere down the road because that'd be <laughs> it's gonna be awful. I'm just gonna be like, What's that? <laughs> <laughs> I definitely want to be there for that one. Yeah. Or some well, this is another one you might be able to do, uh, if you're interested, but some of my favorite podcasts I'll do like on a 420 they'll always do like a high episode and they don't make it a thing of it but like they do it at least once or twice a year and those are some of the best episodes 100% the first one we ever did was technically high episode (laughs) (laughs) 
what you say, Dave? I was going to say uh, Joe Rogan and his pals do this thing every October. They do the Silver October yeah. Challenge. And, and then, then in November, it. like, I think one of the first first weeks in November, they just all go ham, dance. Yeah. It's usually very entertaining. Yeah. Um, Ari Schaefer, I think it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah dude. Yeah. He's one of my favorite. I don't like him outside of those podcasts, but on those podcasts with those four guys, he is so freaking funny, man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So we do nose, color, then taste. Yeah, get that. Sm- you gotta get close to the mic when you sniff it. it smells like uh, Eastern Kill. I mean, like you guys have like I think I said this last time when I, I talked to you at Buffalo. Um, it's got a very distinct nose to it and and palate. Totally. And yeah, I'm not exactly sure exactly what it is. Um, I think it has to do with the grains you're using. Yeah, that's totally um, intentional on our part. Um, and again, what we're trying to do here is craft some unique, distinct, and bold flavor profiles mm-hmm. for our whiskey. Um, and, you know, they're always going to stand out uh, considering it's our own stuff. And obviously we do everything in very small batches here. So um, we tend to utilize uh, a bit more rye mm-hmm. and more barley, barley than a lot of the major of those, producers, yeah. especially. And without getting diving too deep into it, a big reason for that is usually barley specifically is uh, the most expensive grain. Mm, right. Because it is a specialty grain. It has to be, quote unquote, and I'm air quoting it, uh, touched, which means that barley has to go to a malt, malt house mm-hmm. um, and tricked into sprouting, is what, what the malting process does, um, before it comes to a producer like us. So that tends to be a bit pricier, which means that it's usually scaled back for a lot of the major producers. Um, we use 15% in the uh, malt and the bourbon that we're trying right now and all of our bourbons. Uh, so, yeah, I think that helps create a unique mouthfeel. Yeah. Um, so. Breadiness is kind of what we're going for. It's a yeah, little, it's a a little bit more it. viscous, mm-hmm. especially for the age, which we think helps uh, kind of round out a fuller profile right. overall. Who knew me and uh, Barley had so much in common? <laughs> Expensive, expensive, special, and touched. Yeah. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> no, this is so it does. It's got a ton of flavor up front. It's almost like I, I don't think I don't think I didn't uh, taste mine yet. Oh, I tasted it. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. I don't want to say he like. It's almost like a cinnamon blast up front. Mm, yeah, you know. Boom. Um, and then the heat's in the back, which I don't mind because it allows you to get the flavor. And it's a, it drinks like a 120. It doesn't hide it, but that's okay. Totally. You know? and, and, you know, at this proof, it's, a, it's definitely an acquired taste, you know. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's a little bit more of a niche product, I would say, yeah. For, yeah. especially for people that are newer to bourbon. But um, we think at this proof, which is obviously barrel strength, mm-hmm. it's just kind of the fullest expression. Yeah, of the bourbon, hear from so Josiah's, I can hear from Josiah's mic that it's barrel proof. Yeah, it's like coming out of my nose. Yeah. Mouth, mouth breather over yeah, here. No. <laughs> <coughs> Quit yeah. swallowing the goddamn mic, Josiah. Wait, you know what? That's delicious. I don't. I don't remember which bike is <laughs> the mic. What? I think I think I have the mic, so I'm not putting my mouth on it. Oh, the Mitch mic. <laughs> the Mitch mic. Dude was trying to capture a fart in our last podcast. <laughs> he did. Just kept booming it down to his crotch. Incredible. Yeah, I know. What a legend. I know. <laughs> a real standard of guest here so far, David. <laughs> it may not be a stretch to say you might be the best and most polite guest we've had. Hundred percent. It's like hundred percent. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. 
Hell yeah, great product. What do you guys think of this bourbon so far? Um, Definitely uh, an acquired taste. It is. Um, but having said that, I, I think it's the taste that has been acquired by us. Yeah. So, what do you guys um, think as bourbon drinkers? Um, Give me your thoughts. So we do a uh, corking system. Oh, yes. Um, one through eight corks. One That's our rating corks. system. Um, super that's a, that's a new one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of thought that went into it. Uh, we were like, is it five or is it ten? And he's is this like, a Blanton's-inspired rating system? Is it? I don't think it is B-L-A-N-T-O-N-S. Holy fucking shit. That's you funny. You couldn't, you, you couldn't even help yourself. <laughs> no. That was... That, <laughs> honest to God, that is... Uh, honest to God, that is completely um, a, subconscious. A coincidence. Yeah. Yeah, coincidence, yeah. But uh, it's... Now I'm gonna it's be, our it's our it's our rating system. It's yeah. the corking system. Yeah. Like you can do. Now five you've got a hard on six. for Blanton's, Josiah. Yeah, of course. It's like Harder a it's like the girl that he wants. It. It's like he's the girl that has a crush on a boy, and the girl mindset. It's like the middle school mindset. Like I will be mean to said boy <laughs> for them to like me. So he's going through that phase of the process. <laughs> but enough we're, about we're but here enough for about you. Blanton's because we're not Blanton nights. No, we're not. Um, Okay, so personal rating, I'm going to give this uh, five out of eight corks. I have a tough time with overproof or mm-hmm. higher proof, proof bourbons yeah. um, just because of the heat on it. I think over a higher proof rise hide or mask the fact of proof in a lot of ways. So, like, you can get 120 and it'll drink like 100, you know what I mean? But yeah. most bourbons, especially ones that are just, just around four years to me, can't really hide it you know For what sure. i mean so yeah. it's kind of up in your face yeah. in a cocktail i think the flavors of this would be fucking immaculate Beautiful. you know what i mean but it's tough for me to drink 120 straight so no doubt. for me i get five and five out of eight corks but it's a strong five because of the flavor on the front i think you guys did a fucking incredible job getting that flavor out of it awesome i'm glad to hear that yeah um let's put it this way especially product as something that's super unique and um you're not going to taste anything like it out there like guaranteed like you're not going to find another place that's going to make anything that's going to taste remotely like that like you, i could you can blind taste that and you're not you're going to tell it apart from like a hundred different fucking bourbons yeah. you yeah, know what for i mean sure. and coming from him that's actually factual so from having said that like as a like a specialty product as something that's unique something that stands out um i mean i would probably give it in the realm of like seven, seven corks. wow that's the highest cork rating but, yet on the pod but as but. like you're just like as like a bourbon bourbon for like everyone else that you know just wants to drink bourbon gotcha. or you know get into it I'd probably go around with a five mark as well. So, okay. yeah. um, but like for me personally, you know, because I'm thinking about what I like and what I know I enjoy, that's what I would give it because it's unique. You know, I I have a couple different of the barrel strength barrel picks on my shelf, like just because they're all very vastly different too. Like it's for insane sure. how you can actually like here too, like you can actually taste the difference between barrel to barrel, and like and it's very very discernible, mm-hmm. and that's super cool, super unique, something that I'm all about. Um, but then again, like it's something that you have to kind of like get into in order to appreciate. For sure. Something and one, that, one of the things I like about the barrel strength stuff is that you can tone it down. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Let's say you like high proof, but your roommate or whoever doesn't. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Some you can always tone it down a little bit, yeah. um, you know, and even mix it in a cocktail if you wanted to. But uh, yeah, like you said, it's definitely an acquired taste. But that being said, you're kind of... Uh, yeah the target market if you will for a product like this so it's definitely I'm something i like it absolutely it's something i definitely like bust off like i got people over them like you guys ever try this you want something different this is gonna blow your mind is Very the unique. barley the smell like the unique smell i f- think so 
Like almost caramel. I mean, it's all I can fucking. It's almost smell like honey to me. Yeah, 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 honey. yeah it's, it's tough sweet. to say. I honestly, I I couldn't tell you for sure where that comes from, but okay. um, yeah, I think with uh, with a whiskey like bourbon, especially, you can you definitely pick up on those sweeter notes. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, and. We're going to taste our rye here in a little bit, and yeah. uh, you'll see... Corn. <laughs> I was just going to say, I was going to say. Exactly. I was you should say see a pretty stark contrast in the, in the profile. <laughs> Not one of my All greatest corn. <laughs> <laughs> you want to you run us through that, what happened real quick? Corn so, juice. It's corn juice. Um, so essentially, uh, the bar I work for, and it's a parent company or whatever, all the bars... We invited the employees out for a uh, private tasting and tour of the Eastern Kill Distillery uh, two days ago, um, and it was amazing. Thank you, Dave, for all that. Of course. But uh, there was this time, and this is <laughs> they're basically we were going through the tasting, and we went through something, and it happened to be a rye, and I took a sip of it. And I was like, "Man, that corn taste is strong." And he goes, "Well, it's a rye," <laughs> <laughs> which means there's absolutely zero corn in it. And then someone from the rafters yelled, aren't you on a podcast called Simping with Simps? And I was like, well, now you know who the sipper is and now you know who the simp is. So, got that covered. That's so fucking funny, dude. Classic. Yeah. Okay, pour me. Happens to all of us. Pour me more liquor. Yeah. All right, so let's try. Uh, I don't know if this is a blend. I think so. I've got a... Bottle that just says three and a half year old bourbon. So that's what we're going to try next. This so, is a fun yeah. game though, because then we can guess uh, proof through just tasting it. You know? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, let's do it. Pop it's this one great, too. It's got yeah. a great yeah, album. Go ahead, Andrew. What were you saying? No, I'm going to wait. Oh, oh my God. Nailed it. Too much? No. Too loud? No. no this is just what I wanted. That's it's got great color on it for being a three and a half year. Yeah, thanks. Let me um, talk a little bit more about our process. In okay. case anyone wanted to nerd out, so please do. Yeah, so when I say grain of glass, I mean that we do everything right here on site with the the milling and the mashing of the grain, and the fermenting, the distilling, barrel aging, and then uh, when you grab oh a bottle of Eastern Kill, it'll say distilled and hand bottled. So we do all the bottling by hand um, and all the packaging for distribution. So yeah, it's um, oh it's a very hands-on process uh, here. And when I say small batch. Very small batch, so mm-hmm. yeah. So, um, like I said, that all that all ensures that we create a really unique um, and authentic product that stands out from the crowd. Yeah, one hundred percent. First off, this is dripping with this maple. Is, I was just going to yeah. say fucking maple syrup out the mm-hmm. ass and uh, taint. There I did it. There it is. He there worked is. one in. <laughs> <laughs> There's our Josiah. There it is. It's got to be in there. Nailed it. Once. So first off, like the nose, it's it's significantly lower proof. Like it's not it's not 120 proof. That's for sure. It's been proof down. Um, and like you said, just maple, just fucking. So just this is dripping. more of a, this is gonna be closer to your standard mm. sipping proof. You know. Oh yeah, I could sip on this all day. I could. Wow, that's good. Um, Barely any heat yeah. until you until you swallow, and even then it's still like flavorful. Doesn't like hey, you don't have to. Like fight it down. You don't have to dilute it with water. No. Front taste is even better. It doesn't punch you in the face as much spice. It's more um, makes you want to. Uh, I, I never had know how to describe this, but it makes you want to lick your tongue. Yeah, you know, it's just like it just yeah. sticks to it. Yeah, this would be also um, very good to cook with. 
I think. Mm. Like any sort of like... Like a reduction or something? Or what do you mean? That, like either a reduction or like make some sort of glaze for like ribs mm. or pork or yeah. anything like that. Just because of the... the For me, like all I taste is maple. And yeah. mm. There's a little bit of spice in there. Like there's just so much going on there. Like that I'm drinking this and I'm like, I, I just want to eat some sort of like fucking barbecue right now. Yeah. You know what I, I mean? think... Uh, that's Consistent with all our bourbons, me. I definitely get like that little bit of that honey sweetness. Oh yeah, creme brulee is pretty consistent with Let's our tasting notes. Um, mm. But I think you'll get some semblance of baking spices throughout all of our whiskeys here, mm. bourbon and rye. So, so are you pretty sure that this one has a similar mash build to the? It, yeah. So our yeah. our bourbon mash build, uh, in case anyone was curious, we do a seventy fifteen fifteen split. So we do seventy percent corn, fifteen percent rye, and fifteen percent barley or yeah. mal- malted barley mm-hmm. that adds up to 100 yeah very good dude <laughs> i'm so proud of you thank you <clears throat> all right you go cork honestly like for everything that it's worth like it's a three and a half beer bourbon right like you don't not gonna get, blow anyone's socks but, off but having said that you don't get that much i personally don't get that much flavor for anything under four you know what i mean mm-hmm. like bottled and bond is kind of like I mean, like, obviously I'll go lower than that, you know, but like Bald and Bond for me is like, that's kind of like the sweet spot and everything up there is like how good you are as a distiller and what you're doing with your product. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But um, to be under four years and still have that much flavor, I mean, it's it's phenomenal. Like, of course, it's not it's not as complex as like some of your other stuff. Um, it's got like one or two notes that stand out, you know, all of a sudden just boom, all the, the maple, yeah. honey creme brulee like you said like right up in the front and then it finishes off the little bit of spice in the end so i mean like it's not complex but for what it is the one or two notes that you have are very phenomenal awesome and that's kind of like you know it's like it's not not all bourbon has to be like i'm tasting like 15 different like fucking notes and this that and the other and i'm unpacking it's like you know i mean like sometimes you just want something that's going to taste like one or two things but have those one or two things done perfectly right you know what i mean so like do the basics and do it well and I'm glad you actually mentioned Bottled and Bond because I'm going to shamelessly plug our next release. Please do. Um, plug it. Yeah, but early November, we're getting ready to launch our first run of Bottled and Bond bourbon into distribution. So I, I believe, don't quote me on this, but I oh believe God. it'll be the first made in Michigan yes. Bottled and Bond bourbon Fuck yeah. that's available statewide. So for us and what we've been doing for the past five and a half years, um, yeah, we couldn't be more excited. Yes, yeah. so, right. Yeah, it, it should hopefully be a very clear snapshot of yeah. our uh, of our bourbon a very pure expression of it at the four-year mark um yeah and i think that hunter proof works really well uh as an in-between for yeah. you know people that are just used to your everyday 90 proof sippers and, and those that like a little bit more heat so yeah 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 it's a new flagship for sure totally it's huge so did you, well, how many corks did you give this uh, I'm gonna guess one six. Six, okay. Just, just nice. It's nice and easy. Yeah, and um, this is uh, the age on this is gonna be closer to our Michigan Straight Bourbon, which is our entry level. Yeah. everyday. Um, See, it's crazy. Around available. Bourbon. I prefer this though to the Michigan Straight Bourbon. You know? Yeah, a hundred percent. I'll yeah. t- I'll just t- say that straight up. I yeah. prefer this to Michigan Straight, but I just can't get over the color for three and a half years. I, is that either. is it the barley that most people are not seeing in there that gives it a darker color too? All or? the color is going to be coming from the barrel. I was going to okay. say like, yeah, is, is there I anything mean, different going on there? I mean, like, no. So it's like I'm comparing that color with what? Are, that what are color. your barrels? I mean, you when you guys uh, when we did the tour the other day, yeah. Um, and we saw a finishing run happening um, off the still, but 
all that liquid comes off the still, it's, it's crystal clear. clear. Yeah. So all yeah. that color is yeah. going to come from, from aging in the barrel. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. Um, but, you know, that's, that's part of the fun, the, the alchemy behind all this, yeah. uh, is you never really know what you're going to get until you dump it or yeah, until right. you uh, pull a sample and try it. So, yeah, every barrel is, is unique. Um, and, again, going back to the first one we tried, you know, four barrels from the same batch, all tasting wildly different, even on, you know, one of the smallest scales of production, which you'll find yeah. back here just show goes to show you how how much is happening in those barrels uh, right. from day to day and year to year seriously heard that all right i'm gonna give it six as well uh absolutely delicious up front um i would say what do you think the proof is about 100 110 tops um i would say around 100 105 105 tops. like yeah. it's not i mean i wouldn't i wouldn't say it's like an i mean i'd be really surprised if it was 90 proof i'd be very surprised we can check I mean? the proof later but um oh you have the little proof thing right mm-hmm. the proof yeah. that's a tometer i like that <laughs> you fucking nerd what what's what's <laughs> guilty you want to do over under bets on this Ooh yeah 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 uh over under 100 okay you want to take over I think it should be three to one odds over under. Okay, I want to say it's. Uh, I think it's over personally. All right, so I'll take the under at three uh, at plus three odds. Okay. Okay. Deal. Five dollars to fifteen dollars. Yes. Stay tuned for the reveal. <laughs> and you just watch degenerates degenerate. <laughs> we did this. Uh, we, we, you guys were doing fucking ping pong at. Uh, what was it Fifth Street Hall? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You ever been to the Fifth Street Hall? Of course, I'm a proud member there. Yeah. Thank you for your service, my man. <laughs> Me too. Yeah, that was great. I lost. I, took, I lost. I, took I Josiah, lost. <laughs> took Josiah Lane and Josiah's buddy Ruben uh, to Fifth Street Hall, and Ruben and uh, Lane started playing ping pong. So we just started gambling on them playing and. <laughs> Just to say, you still owe me for that. I only know no, you I, Apple I paid, paid me. You, you Apple paid I me. Got you. <laughs> okay. All right. What we I got have next? To break some kneecaps. Right? Yeah. yeah I know, seriously. Right? Goddamn. Get your oyster clams and cuckolds. Next, <laughs> let's try. Um, Did you say cuckolds? I think that's what they say. Those cockerels. Oyster clams and, and cockerels. Because cockerels are like they're uh, all like fucking. What do they call them? Like the, like the sea shell thingies that have meat in them mm-hmm. there's a certain word that describes that whole uh the you mean whole, like uh, oysters yeah. yeah like oysters clams and cockerels they're all cockerels? like a cockerels uh, i thought you said cuckolds uh, and i'm like that's a real really random thing to throw in there do you know what a cuckold is yeah I do. do we need to go into no. it oh, okay cool <laughs> <laughs> we already went through cross that one off the list. i yeah. we already went through soaking and um <laughs> jump, assisted soaking or jump, whatever it's jump called. pumping jump pumping and i do not need to learn any new mormon sex techniques <laughs> For the rest of my life. What were you going to say, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> hey, don't sell yourself short. 